Good morning, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Monday Morning Motivations. No matter where you're listening to this or when you're listening to it, my prayer is that this message helps ignite reflection and a moment of meditation that draws you closer to Christ. And with that being said, let's dive right in. Today's verse comes from Psalm 135, verses 13 through 18, and it reads, Your name, Lord, endures forever. Your renown, Lord, through all generations. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, nor is there breath in their mouths. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all those who trust in them. Plan B, or our backup plan. We know this term very intimately. We are told that we are foolish if we don't have one when it pertains to every area in our earthly lives. We hear things like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, or don't put all your hopes in a person. People will always let you down. It's no wonder that we find it hard in our spiritual lives to put all our eggs in one basket. No wonder we struggle with the idea of not having a backup plan or an insurance policy just in case things don't turn out as we hope or just in case God doesn't come through. But when we say that, what we really mean is just in case he doesn't come through like I expect him to. Because let's be honest, he always comes through. It may just not look like you hoped it or it may take longer than you expected. So just in case he delays or differs from what we believe is best, we create safety nets. This is the equivalent of idolatry. In the Old Testament, the Israelites sometimes kept small figurines of the local deities from other nations in their home just in case the Lord didn't show up. It was looked at as an insurance policy that could bless them or save them in times of crisis. Today, we often do the same things, but instead of physical figurines, our idols have turned to some physical, but some abstract things. We look to things like our network or our net worth, our savings accounts, our multiple streams of incomes, our jobs, our intellect, our hustle. So many things our hearts turn to or cling to instead of God to bring a sense of well-being to our souls. And oftentimes we say these things are plan B, but if we're really honest with ourselves, they're more like plan A and God is the plan B. And the only reason I say that is because it's those things that actually bring our souls rest instead of God. He becomes more of an afterthought and not the main thought. We spend more time constructing those safety nets than we do chasing after God for rest. Those things, those safety nets have become our household idols. So how do we recognize these idols? Like I said a little while before, they are things outside of God that bring a sense of well-being to our souls. But when we dig into it more, we soon realize that these counterfeit gods can only offer temporary comfort and distraction at best. 
Like the saying goes, it's only good till it's not. That savings account is only amazing until it runs out. Our network is only helpful until it's not. But we constantly run to these things when times are confusing, scary, difficult, or overwhelming because the comfort that they offer are immediate and we don't want to have to wait for God. The problem with these household idols is that they are just surface level fruits pointing to a deeper root issue. And that deeper root issue is the idea that we trust things of this world more than we trust the God who created it. It's the idea that the place where we find rest for our souls and trust for our well-beings is in the hands of man-made things over the plans of God. And as we continue digging, we soon realize that when we fully trust in God, there is no space for these household idols. There is no plan B because we quickly see that no plan could ever save us if God's plan fell through. We see this very thought echoed in Isaiah 44, 9 through 20, which starts off, All who make idols are nothing, and the things they treasure are worthless. Those who speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Who shapes a god and casts an idol? The verse goes on to talk about how much effort that man puts into crafting these idols. How much effort do you put into crafting your plans? It then goes on to talk about how the blacksmith goes out to buy the material that he is going to use to make the idol he is about to worship and how he shapes and forms the idol according to his desire in human form and cuts down the wood to build the altar. And when he gets tired, the work on the idol ceases. The scripture portrays a man building an idol and then worshiping it as something greater than he. An idol where he shaped the eyes that do not see, the ears that do not listen, and the hands that do not provide. This is a scary reflection on our own plans and idols. The plans that we craft with our limited understanding of the past and the present, but at the complete mercy of the future. The plans we came up with today that could easily be upended by tomorrow. These are the plans we put our trust in. These are the plans we trust our lives to and choose over God. Do you see? Do you see how dangerous our plan B can be? Do you see why finding rest in anything other than Christ is simply an illusion at best? Because if God fails you, tell me, who then can save you? Father God, we come to you today just taking a moment to step back and thank you. Thank you for guiding us in spite of us, for keeping us even when we find our rest in things outside of you. And with that, God, we pray that you help us to identify these household idols in our lives. Help us to see the things that we find rest in that are not you. Give us not only the desire to tear down these idols, but also the strength to remove them and replace them with you. For God, we understand that it is very difficult to even want to remove these things, Father God, for they're so deeply rooted in our lives. So we pray for that strength. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I thank you again for joining me today on another episode. 
And I pray that I get to ride with you again next week. Until then, God bless and have a great week.